Welcome to the Daily Walk Podcast, brought to you by Walk Through the Bible. The Daily Walk Podcast is a daily devotional that will guide you on a life-changing journey through the Bible in one year. Join us every day to hear the entire Bible in a year, alongside a daily devotional thought that will help bring God's Word alive for you. Today's Daily Walk devotion comes from 1 Chronicles chapters 22 through 27. Though David's desire to build a house for God must wait, nothing keeps him from preparing for it. He chooses a most appropriate site. He gathers the building materials. He charges his son Solomon with the duty of finishing the task. And he enlists the support of all the key men of Israel. Then he outlines the 24 orders of priests, the 24 divisions of singers and musicians, the gatekeepers, treasurers, and other office holders who will oversee the military and civil affairs of the nation in its new place of corporate worship. And now let's listen to 1 Chronicles chapter 22 through 27. 1 Chronicles 22. Then David said, The house of the Lord God is to be here and also the altar of burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to assemble the foreigners residing in Israel, and from among them he appointed stonecutters to prepare dressed stone for building the house of God. He provided a large amount of iron to make nails for the doors of the gateways and for the fittings and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs than could be counted for the Sidonians and Tyrians had brought large numbers of them to David. David said, My son Solomon is young and inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all the nations. Therefore I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before his death. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. But this word of the Lord came to me. You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. But you will have a son who will be a man of peace and rest, and I will give him rest from all his enemies on every side. His name will be Solomon. And I will grant Israel peace and quiet during his reign. He is the one who will build a house for my name. He will be my son, and I will be his father. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with you, and may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God as he said you would. May the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel so that you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed, and wood and stone. And you may add to them. You have many workers, stone cutters, masons, and carpenters, as well as those skilled in every kind of work in gold and silver, bronze and iron, craftsmen beyond number. 
Now begin the work, and the Lord be with you. Then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. He said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not granted you rest on every side? For he has given the inhabitants of the land into my hands, and the land is subject to the Lord and to his people. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God. Begin to build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. 1 Chronicles 23 When David was old and full of years, he made his son Solomon king over Israel. He also gathered together all the leaders of Israel, as well as the priests and Levites. The Levites, thirty years old or more, were counted, and the total number of men was thirty-eight thousand. David said, Of these, twenty-four thousand are to be in charge of the work of the temple of the Lord, and six thousand are to be officials and judges. Four thousand are to be gatekeepers, and four thousand are to praise the Lord with the musical instruments I have provided for that purpose. David separated the Levites into divisions corresponding to the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Belonging to the Gershonites, Ladan and Shimei, the sons of Ladan, Jehiel the first, Zethan, and Joel, three in all. The sons of Shimei, Shelemoth, Haziel, and Haran, three in all. These were the heads of the families of Ladan. And the sons of Shimei, Jehath, Ziza, Jeush, and Beriah, these were the sons of Shimei, four in all. Jehath was the first, and Ziza the second. But Jeush and Beriah did not have many sons, so they were counted as one family with one assignment. The sons of Koath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel, four in all. The sons of Amram, Aaron, and Moses, Aaron was set apart, he and his descendants forever, to consecrate the most holy things, to offer sacrifices before the Lord, to minister before him, and to pronounce blessings in his name forever. The sons of Moses, the man of God, were counted as part of the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses, Gershom and Eliezer, the descendants of Gershom, Shubael was the first, the descendants of Eliezer, Rehabiah was the first, Eliezer had no other sons, but the sons of Rehabiah were very numerous. The sons of Izhar, Shilameth was the first, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechamiam the fourth. The sons of Uziel, Micah the first, and Ishiah the second. The sons of Merari, Melai and Mushai, the sons of Melai, Eleazar and Kish. Eleazar died without having sons, he had only daughters. Their cousins, the sons of Kish, married them. The sons of Mushai, Melai, Eder, and Jeremoth, three in all. These were the descendants of Levi by their families, the heads of families as they were registered under their names and counted individually, that is, the workers twenty years old or more, who served in the temple of the Lord. For David had said, Since the Lord, the God of Israel, has granted rest to his people and has come to dwell in Jerusalem forever, the Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle or any of the articles used in its service. According to the last instructions of David, the Levites were counted from those twenty years old or more. 
The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties at the house of God. They were in charge of the bread set out on the table, the special flour for the grain offerings, the thin loaves made without yeast, the baking and the mixing, and all measurements of quantity and size. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening, and whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbaths, at the new moon feasts, and at the appointed festivals. They were to serve before the Lord regularly, in the proper number, and in the way prescribed for them. And so the Levites carried out their responsibilities for the tent of meeting, for the holy place, and under their relatives, the descendants of Aaron, for the service of the temple of the Lord. 1 Chronicles 24 These were the divisions of the descendants of Aaron. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father did, and they had no sons. So Eleazar and Ithamar served as the priests, with the help of Zadok, a descendant of Eleazar, and Ahimelech, a descendant of Ithamar. David separated them into divisions for their appointed order of ministry. A larger number of leaders were found among Eleazar's descendants than among Ithamar's, and they were divided accordingly, sixteen heads of families from Eleazar's descendants and eight heads of families from Ithamar's descendants. They divided them impartially by casting lots, for there were officials of the sanctuary and officials of God among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithamar. The scribe Shemaiah, son of Nethanel, a Levite, recorded their names in the presence of the king and of the officials, Zadok the priest, Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, and the heads of families of the priests and of the Levites, one family being taken from Eleazar and then one from Ithamar. The first lot fell to Jehoiarib, the second to Jedaiah, the third to Harim, the fourth to Seorim, the fifth to Malchijah, the sixth to Mijamin, the seventh to Hakaz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh to Eliashib, the twelfth to Jachim, the thirteenth to Huppah, the fourteenth to Jeshabiab, the fifteenth to Bilga, the sixteenth to Emer, the seventeenth to Hizir, the eighteenth to Apizes, the nineteenth to Pethahiah, the twentieth to Jehezkel, the twenty-first to Jachin, the twenty-second to Gamal, the twenty-third to Delaiah, and the twenty-fourth to Maaziah. This was their appointed order of ministering when they entered the temple of the Lord according to the regulations prescribed for them by their ancestor Aaron, as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded him. As for the rest of the descendants of Levi, from the sons of Amram, Shubael, from the sons of Shubael, Jediah, as for Rehabiah, from his sons, Ishiah was the first, from the Isharites, Shelomoth, from the sons of Shelomoth, Jehath, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechamiam the fourth. The son of Uziel, Micah, from the sons of Micah, Shemir, the brother of Micah, Ishiah, from the sons of Ishiah, Zechariah, the sons of Merari, Melai, and Mushai, the son of Jaziah, Beno, the sons of Merari, 
from Jazzei, Benno, Shoham, Zakur, and Ibrai, from Melai, Eleazar, who had no sons, from Kish, the son of Kish, Jeremiel, and the sons of Mushai, Melai, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the Levites according to their families. They also cast lots, just as their relatives, the descendants of Aaron, did, in the presence of King David and of Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of families of the priests and of the Levites. The families of the oldest brother were treated the same as those of the youngest. First Chronicles 25 David, together with the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun, for the ministry of prophesying accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. Here is the list of the men who performed this service. From the sons of Asaph, Zakur, Joseph, Nethaniah, and Aserela. The sons of Asaph were under the supervision of Asaph, who prophesied under the king's supervision. As for Jeduthun, from his sons, Gedaliah, Zerai, Jeshaiah, Shimei, Hashabiah, and Mattathiah, six in all, under the supervision of their father Jeduthun, who prophesied using the harp in thanking and praising the Lord. As for Heman from his sons, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shubael, and Jeremoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliatha, Gedaltai, and Romamtai, Ezer, Joshbekasha, Malothai, Hothir, and Mahaziath. All these were sons of Heman, the king's seer. They were given him through the promises of God to exalt him. God gave Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under the supervision of their father for the music of the temple of the Lord, with cymbals, lyres, and harps, for the ministry at the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the supervision of the king, along with their relatives, all of them trained and skilled in music for the Lord. They numbered 288, young and old alike, teacher as well as student, cast lots for their duties. The first lot, which was for Asaph, fell to Joseph, his sons and relatives, twelve. The second to Gedaliah, him and his relatives and sons, twelve. The third to Zakur, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fourth to Isri, his sons and relatives, twelve the fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and relatives, twelve, the sixth to Bukiah, his sons and relatives, twelve, the seventh to Jesaralah, his sons and relatives, twelve, the eighth to Jeshaiah, his sons and relatives, twelve, the ninth to Mataniah, his sons and relatives, twelve, the tenth to Shimei, his sons and relatives, twelve, the eleventh to Azarel, his sons and relatives, twelve, the twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The thirteenth to Shubael, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fourteenth to Mattathiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fifteenth to Jeremoth, his sons and relatives, twelve. The sixteenth to Hananiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The seventeenth to Joshbekasha, his sons and relatives, twelve. The eighteenth to Hananiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The nineteenth to Malothai, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twentieth to Eliatha, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twenty-first to Hothir, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twenty-second to Gedaltai, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twenty-third to Mehaziath, his sons and relatives, twelve. 
the 24th to Ramamtai Ezer, his sons and relatives, 12. 1 Chronicles 26. The divisions of the gatekeepers. From the Korahites, Mishalemiah, son of Kor, one of the sons of Asaph. Mishalemiah had sons, Zechariah the firstborn, Jediael the second, Zabadiah the third, Jathniel the fourth, Elam the fifth, Jehohanan the sixth, and Elione the seventh. Obed-Edom also had sons, Shemaiah the firstborn, Jehozabad the second, Joah the third, Sakar the fourth, Nathanel the fifth, Amiel the sixth, Issachar the seventh, and Pulatai the eighth, for God had blessed Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom's son Shemaiah also had sons, who were leaders in their father's family, because they were very capable men. The sons of Shemaiah, Othni, Raphael, Obed, and Elzabad, his relatives Elihu and Semachiah were also able men. All these were descendants of Obed-Edom. They and their sons and their relatives were capable men with the strength to do the work. Descendants of Obed-Edom, 62 in all. Meshelemiah had sons and relatives who were able men, 18 in all. Hosa the Merarite had sons. Shimri the first, although he was not the firstborn, his father had appointed him the first, Hilkiah the second, Tabaliah the third, and Zechariah the fourth. The sons and relatives of Hosa were thirteen in all. These divisions of the gatekeepers through their leaders had duties for ministering in the temple of the Lord, just as their relatives had. Lots were cast for each gate, according to their families, young and old alike. The lot for the east gate fell to Shelemiah, then lots were cast for his son Zechariah, a wise counselor, and the lot for the north gate fell to him. The lot for the south gate fell to Obed-Edom, and the lot for the storehouse fell to his sons. The lots for the west gate and the Shalekith gate on the upper road fell to Shupim and Hosa. Guard was alongside of guard. There were six Levites a day on the east, four a day on the north, four a day on the south, and two at a time at the storehouse. As for the court to the west, there were four at the road and two at the court itself. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers, who were descendants of Korah and Merari. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries for the dedicated things. The descendants of Ladan, who were Gershonites through Ladan, and who were heads of families belonging to Ladan the Gershonite, were Jehelai, the sons of Jehelai, Zetham, and his brother Joel. They were in charge of the treasuries of the temple of the Lord. From the Amramites, the Isharites, the Hebronites, and the Uzeliites, Shubael, a descendant of Gershon, son of Moses, was the official in charge of the treasuries. His relatives through Eleazar, Rehabiah his son, Jeshaiah his son, Joram his son, Zikri his son, and Shelemith his son. Shelemith and his relatives were in charge of all the treasuries for the things dedicated by King David, by the heads of families who were the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and by the other army commanders. Some of the plunder taken in battle they dedicated for the repair of the temple of the Lord and everything dedicated by Samuel the seer and by Saul son of Kish, Abner son of Ner, and Joab son of Zeruiah, and all the other dedicated things were in the care of Shilameth and his relatives. 
from the Isharites, Kenaniah and his sons were assigned duties away from the temple as officials and judges over Israel. From the Hebronites, Hashabiah and his relatives, 1,700 able men, were responsible in Israel west of the Jordan for all the work of the Lord and for the king's service. As for the Hebronites, Jeriah was their chief according to the genealogical records of their families. In the 40th year of David's reign, a search was made in the records, and capable men among the Hebronites were found at Jazer in Gilead. Jeriah had 2,700 relatives who were able men and heads of families, and King David put them in charge of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh for every matter pertaining to God and for the affairs of the king. 1 Chronicles 27. This is a list of the Israelites, heads of families, commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and their officers, who served the king in all that concerned the army divisions that were on duty month by month throughout the year. Each division consisted of 24,000 men. In charge of the first division for the first month was Jehoshbeam, son of Zabdiel. There were 24,000 men in his division. He was a descendant of Perez and chief of all the army officers for the first month. In charge of the division for the second month was Dodai, the Ahohite. Mikloth was the leader of his division. There were 24,000 men in his division. The third army commander for the third month was Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He was chief, and there were 24,000 men in his division. This was the Benaiah, who was a mighty warrior among the thirty, and was over the thirty. His son, Amizabad, was in charge of his division. The fourth for the fourth month was Azahel, the brother of Joab. His son, Zebediah, was his successor. There were 24,000 men in his division. The fifth for the fifth month was the commander Shamhath, the Israelite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The sixth for the sixth month was Ira, the son of Ikish, the Tekoite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The seventh for the seventh month was Helez, the Polonite, and Ephraimite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The eighth for the eighth month was Sibakai, the Hushathite, a Zerahite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The ninth for the ninth month was Abiazer, the Anathothite, a Benjamite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The tenth for the tenth month was Maharai, the Natophathite, a Zerahite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The eleventh for the eleventh month was Benaiah, the Pirathonite, an Ephraimite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The twelfth for the twelfth month was Heldai, the Natophathite, from the family of Othniel, there were 24,000 men in his division. The leaders of the tribes of Israel, over the Reubenites, Eleazar son of Zikri, over the Simeonites, Shephatiah son of Makkah, over Levi, Hashabah son of Kemuel, over Aaron, Zadok, over Judah, Elihu, a brother of David, over Issachar, Omri, son of Michael, over Zebulun, Ishmaiah, son of Obadiah, over Naphtali, Jeremoth, son of Azrael, over the Ephraimites, Hoshea, son of Azahiah, over half the tribe of Manasseh, Joel, son of Pedaiah, over the half tribe of Manasseh in Gilead, Edo, son of Zechariah, over Benjamin, Jaciel, son of Abner, over Dan, Azarel, son of Jeroham. These were the leaders of the tribes of Israel. 
David did not take the number of the men twenty years old or less, because the Lord had promised to make Israel as numerous as the stars in the sky. Joab, son of Zeruiah, began to count the men but did not finish. God's wrath came on Israel on account of this numbering, and the number was not entered in the book of the annals of King David. Asmaveth, son of Adiel, was in charge of the royal storehouses. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the storehouses in the outlying districts in the towns, the villages, and the watchtowers. Ezra, son of Caleb, was in charge of the workers who farmed the land. Shimei, the Ramathite, was in charge of the vineyards. Zabdi, the Shifmite, was in charge of the produce of the vineyards for the wine vats. Baal-Hanan, the Gedorite, was in charge of the olive and sycamore fig trees in the western foothills. Joash was in charge of the supplies of olive oil. Shitri, the Sharonite, was in charge of the herds grazing in Sharon. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was in charge of the herds in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jadaiah, the Maronathite, was in charge of the donkeys. Jaziz, the Hagrite, was in charge of the flocks. All these were the officials in charge of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a counselor, a man of insight, and a scribe. Jehiel, son of Hakmani, took care of the king's sons. Ahithophel was the king's counselor. Hushai, the archite, was the king's confidant. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benaiah, and by Abiathar. Joab, was the commander of the royal army. Here's your daily devotional thought for today. What are you doing today to help your children accomplish great things for God tomorrow? David is a marvelous example of a far-sighted father. The greatness that Solomon would later achieve was in large measure due to the careful planning and provision that David made before his own death. Though Solomon receives the acclaim for building the temple which bears his name, it was David who drew the blueprints, who gathered the materials, who signed up the workers, and instituted a vigorous public relations program to ensure support for the project. In his heart, David envisioned a greatness for Solomon that he himself would never achieve. And he did his best to pave the way for it. What sort of heritage will you leave for your children and even your grandchildren to build upon? Will they someday be able to thank God for your farsightedness in building a library, providing for their education, or instilling a vision for ministry that they can continue after you are gone? Plan a project for future greatness and begin it this week. Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk Through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.